When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have Justin, who is back in the studio, and I get mad at him for not emailing me once again. But this week, he makes a firm commitment to email me and actually start making this process go a lot faster. We also have Sarah and Jason back in studio, the amazing YouTube influencers. Is that, I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, but they're awesome. They're wonderful. We do a lot of overanalyze this, so keep listening to this episode. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast. We are doing another episode of Help a Brother Out, and we have Justin back in studio with us. Yay! I love it. Yeah, Justin's here. Then we have Sarah and Jason Horton are sticking around. Um, The YouTube phenomenon. Phenomenons, I guess. Uh, YouTube stars and influencers, they are helping us on the show today for Justin. Both of them don't really know anything about you. Um, But... They know what they see, and I would love to hear their first impressions. But I want to have a recap from you first about how things have been going, what's been going on. Um, not as I haven't been moving as far forward as I would have liked. Okay. Um, I haven't been getting emails from you. This is the easiest thing to do. I'm good at procrastinating. I think I have a Obviously. PhD. I'm really good at that, too. Well, it's not benefiting either of you. So <laughs> this is true. Um, so we have to change that. Yes. And how do we do that? I'm not sure. Well, what do you need? So, I, what, 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 what are you telling yourself? Like, what you're coming in here, which is amazing. You are participating. What is it after you leave here? Like, what stops you from writing me an email? What stops you from reaching out? What stop? What stops you? I always think to myself, like, oh, I need to, you know, I need to email Marnie. This needs, you know, I. That just happened. I should email Marnie about this. And then I think, oh, well, she's busy. Don't, you know, you know like right. I'm All not these good. things that you're making up. Yes. You know nothing about how busy I am. I'm like literally sitting at home waiting to get emails. Staring at the phone. I am. Like, honest, there's a big portion of my day. I, I, I'm lucky. I have hired a lot of people now, and they help me with a lot of stuff that was keeping me busy before. But um, I always have time. For emailing, that is the most important part of my day. It's the first thing that I do uh, when I open up my computer in the morning. I answer every uh, message that I get to my special email address from people who purchase my products. I answer every email from people who are in my email coaching program, and that's a couple of hundred people. And I, and I, I I love it. I love doing all of it. But I would say like around three thirty, my, my my day's pretty slow. Like that, you know, I'm doing other things during that time period. So just letting you know, I am not busy. So that's you making that up in your head. And I keep asking you. I'm telling you clearly, like, what I want. I want you to email me on a daily basis if you want to. Okay. Like, I want to hear from you because that's how we make things happen. So listen to the words I'm saying and stop telling yourself that you're bothering me. I'll tell, I'll tell you when you're bothering me. I do that to several clients of mine where I'm like, you're emailing me too much. Or please condense your email. It's too long. Like, I, I am very clear 
on what I'm expecting and I have my boundaries. So I haven't put that up with you. If anything, I'm like, I'm throwing my yeah. boundaries down. Okay. So just want, I'm trying to like drill that home for you that you're not bothering me okay. at all. And I, I appreciate that. Okay. But do, are you hearing it? Yes, I'm hearing it. Okay, cool. And I'm feeling the, the, uh, don't the wiggles, you know, like, and I'm embarrassed that I haven't been uh, emailing don't anymore. Don't be embarrassed. Yeah. Just change it. Okay. Okay, so moving forward, you're going to be emailing me, and I'm going to hear from you. Yes. Okay, so continue telling me about what's been going on. Uh, so I met uh, a young lady on uh, Bumble. Okay. And Bumble, for anybody who doesn't know, is the dating app that is, it's where women are in charge, right? So. Yeah, they uh, they have to they have to send the first once you match on Tinder, you can't just message them. You have to wait for the girl to actually send a message. Right, which is amazing. That takes a lot of pressure off of people. Right, you don't get as many matches apparently. No, but it, but it's it's great. It is still superficial because it's going to be based on looks and what you write in your profile. But you don't have to make that first approach. You just have to respond. So it is kind of a, it's a it's a nice space for many women and a nice space for many men as mm-hmm. well. And the uh, you know actually took her out to dinner on Sunday. Yeah, this last Sunday. And again, I felt like I was being boring, and no connection was ensuing. If that, yeah, we talked about that before. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, fill them in. Okay, so uh, I was married for a long time, got divorced, and now I'm trying to get back into the dating, and it's not, it's not going as well as I'd hoped it would. So why why do you think your conversation is boring? Were you bored in what you were talking about, or were you bored with her responses? Mm, No, her responses were fine. And we had, a, I think we had a really good conversation, but there was no, it was just more like friendly banter. There was no moving anything forward, if that makes any sense. What does moving sense. forward mean? Uh, she, so I show up, never seen her before, and she comes up and gives me a hug right away. But then she sits down on the table, and it's like a four-person table, and she sits at the farthest spot away from me. And then during the entire, during the entire dinner, we're talking, and... None of the, you know, I she laughs a couple times, but none of the, you know, no touching, no. She was, it was very guarded, and it didn't change at Were all. Were you very guarded? I, I was trying to do the body language, opening up, and but I kept on feeling myself slouching, mm-hmm. and at the same time, you know, I'm like, you, I'm, obviously, no one can see me. Right, Hopefully. we can see you. <laughs> I, it would straight, I would straighten up, and then I would slouch a little, and then I'd straighten up, and then I'd slouch a little. And I, I kept on doing that. I kept on feeling myself do that throughout the night. But I feel like we had a good conversation. Uh, I texted her the next day and radio silence for a whole entire day. Mm-hmm. She finally texted me back uh, yesterday. It felt like forever. I thought that it was like, you know, the fade out. Never, never going to text me again. Right. She finally texted me. And then we had a nice little conversation last night. Haven't texted her today because I was at work earlier. And then How I was here. How did you finish the date? Uh, just a hug. And yeah, again, it was it, it, it really it all sounds stiff to me only because I'm looking at your body language right now and what you're even. I like that you do have the open body language, but it's still it's still seems oh. stiff because you are stiff. Yes. So I'm guessing that that is also the guy that was on a little bit. Yeah, definitely. OK, well, actually, Jason, I want you to speak to this. Like how how can we help Justin loosen up? Well, I think first date, you know, the pressure of like a first date, like there's the there's only one first date 
so it will never be as awkward. Like, you're not going to have an awesome – well, I mean, you can have, an, like, a totally awesome first date, and the second date can kind of fizzle out theoretically. But statistically, the first dates are – you know what I mean? You go in there with expectations, and you're just like, oh, what if I – you know, what if this doesn't work out? Not what if it's going to work out. What if it doesn't work out? And you put a lot of pressure on yourself, and I think that goes for everybody. So I think it's – you know, it, it's it's – you know, to be fair to yourself, that that's okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think I don't know. I like talking about what I'm passionate about, and I become less. Div- if you know, if 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 I lied and be like, I love politics. Oh, God, I can't wait to go on a date so we can talk about politics. I might really st- like step up because I really don't know enough about politics to be comfortable emotionally, mentally, and physically to talk about it. So I might be a little more rigid going oh no she knows i don't know anything about politics right but if i talk about what i'm passionate about it just Loosens kind of you up. it just and you know but you don't want to be talking about you know everything about you all day every day and not uh but i think if she sees you like that and you're like oh he's passionate he really he's into something i don't know if i know much about it but it might she might kind of like uh like a mirroring you ever do like a mirroring mm-hmm. and like an acting class or probably it's yeah, like you have to you lead know, by example yeah i think uh it just it might be a chain reaction or something like that it's just a thought. Yeah. Sarah, what do you think? Um, I'm not really sure because I've always, uh, I've, I've started to realize more and more that things aren't always what they seem, you know, and I know sometimes as a woman, I don't want to text back too quickly because, you know, you got to play that little, you know, hard to get game. So uh, there's been plenty of times where Why do you do that to us. Well, you know, guys have done that to me, too, and they've admitted to it. Yeah. I'm like, and I've told, like, guy data, I was like, look, we can just be real with each other. We don't have to play this game anymore. Like, I like you. You like me, you know. Uh, but I, I could be very blunt sometimes. But um, things aren't always what they seem. Um, so, But just I mean, from hearing what Justin has described for the date and what he's saying is a concern for him that he's not really able to – loosen up as much as he'd like to well i think you're on your way because you are realizing your body language and you are trying to make a note of it and Mm -hmm. trying to correct it and that's not something that's going to be fixed overnight so i think um with time you're going to get better at that yeah but uh no i uh, I mean if if she wasn't interested she would not write back at all and then you well what did she write back Um, read it sup and pizza emoji (laughs) that's my go-to is it oh the girls love it oh that that's actually really cute i like that uh she said how she was how she was sick mm-hmm. and sorry for the late response, and then uh, it was good meeting you, and then uh, I, in our talking beforehand, I was like, yeah, this is my only day off for the last two weeks, and so she was like, and thank you for sharing your precious day off with me. Hope you don't have to wait too long to get another one, and then we had a little you know a little conversation. Well, let me re- let me hear it. Uh, and then I said. Uh, no problem. Sorry to hear you're not feeling well because she said she was sick. Uh, hopefully you'll be feeling better by my next day off. Did you apply to the Metro yet? Because she actually said something about wanting to work for uh, the Metro the metro lines. Yeah. Uh, and then she said how she has to take uh, meds yesterday and today, and she's super drowsy. So I'm not going at my usual speed. I hope to apply to no, the Metro No, this sounds like soon. sexy that she's sending back to you. She's totally <laughs> exactly. trying to turn you on. Exactly. I, I'm Don't just saying that just sounds like polite conversation from her, especially when she started, I'm sick. If you had a good date with somebody, you write back to them and you don't want them to – I mean, I think people will say I have been sick, but like – Probably try to avoid that, if anything. Yeah, yeah, you try to avoid. If you like a guy, at least okay. If I like a guy, I, I don't want him to picture me being 
sick. I still want if I, if I'm trying to impress him, I want him to think I'm. I don't get sick. I don't get I'm sick. I don't poop. Human. I don't fart. I don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> like I am kind of perfection. So when I start to put little things like that into my messages, it shows that there's 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 no concern for somebody being unattracted. And, and I'm not I'm not saying that that's in all cases. Some women will just say, "Yeah, I was sick. I'm sorry, I couldn't get back to you." But I would say by the other messages that she's sending. She's being polite and nice, but I, I don't think that there's interest there. And I don't think you're creating more interest either to show her that and she would get something different on a second date. So what I'm seeing is that there's there's not really very much fun coming out of you. And I don't think you're enjoying yourself. Like I I just see – like tightness. I know that now nobody can see what I'm doing, but like it just looks doesn't it look just looks stiff. Like it sounds like a stiff date and it it like you know. He's got a V neck, he's looking pretty casual to me. I don't know. No, but I'm saying like just even like I haven't like he's laughing now, but I'm like even there's there's not that there has to be animation in your facial expressions, but I'm I don't even know how to phrase this. I'm not I'm not feeling you. And I I don't know if I'm sure you're holding back even more and you're probably having nice conversation, you're exchanging interesting facts. I'm sure you talked about data points. Yeah, like I'm sure you're giving her lots of data points, but I don't think there's there's anything that's like hitting home for the women that you're talking to and, and kind of showing them what you're about. So I love what Jason had said about like, you know, calling on a couple of topics that really excite you mm-hmm. or yeah, that you're passionate about. And you don't have to reach for any of the information just all right there because you're talking about, you know, people that talk about something that I, like I watch, you know, if you watch a Ted talk or something like I don't even care what you're talking about, but the fact that you're so passionate talking about it, like I'm interested in watching yeah. it. And I think it's that kind of uh, the authority you have like an authority over some kind of information, which you listen, that's why you listen to a podcast or you listen yeah. to the show whatever whatever reason it's an attractive quality yeah it, it, it and i think that i think if you can get more comfortable with that and i think like honestly i think that the first barrier can on, just be emailing with me because i think getting over that hump of assuming you're bothering somebody for talking mm-hmm. to them and breaking that barrier down, I think then you can apply it to other areas of your life. Because I'm guessing in your head you're thinking, I kind of find this interesting, but you won't, so I'm not going to bring it up. Or I could say this to you, but you're not going to care about what I'm, I'm – either subconsciously or consciously. I know that you're self-editing constantly and mm-hmm. you're taking out all of the humanness from what you're putting out to a woman. And therefore, you're, you're left – with this like robotic shell who's just spitting out data points, which is fine if people want to date a robot, but most people don't want to date a robot, unless they're a robot as well. I, but I just don't think that that's going to spark anything for you. Yeah. So um, what if you were to go on a date and you – how would it look if you just said anything that came into your head and you didn't edit? I have no <laughs> idea. I I'm, Honestly, I – I'm constantly I'm even, editing. You're doing e- it right e- now. Even I can in this hear conversation you. right now, I'm constantly doing it. Okay. Uh, like on on Sunday, I specifically didn't start. See, I started talking about karaoke. Now it's been 15 minutes, so I specifically didn't want to talk about karaoke because I was like, that's going to be you know a bridge too far because people don't you know 
because I do it way too much. But how, how do you know? Okay, my, my husband speaks in these terms as well, where he'll, I'll say something that I want to do, and he's like, that's crazy. The rest of the population doesn't think that way. I'm like, have you, like, polled the rest of the population? Do you know that these people think, like, how do you, how do you people know about what everybody else in the world is thinking? Like, how do you know that karaoke is too far? I find that interesting. I love karaoke. I would find that it's What are your songs? What are your go-to songs? Uh, Sex and Candy, Marcy's Playground. Oh, yeah, uh, Santeria. That is awesome. Um, uh, those are the two main ones. Folsom Prison, Johnny Cash. Uh, there's a song. Damn, you like karaoke. No, cool. so start talking about uh, it. See, that's what I would be. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I would be ready to. Like if some, if a if a girl, whoever was just like, oh, I do karaoke. I'd be like, you're so. I'm not a huge karaoke person. Me neither. But I know enough about it to be like, oh, the my, Total Clips of the Heart is my jam, or Billy Joel. You know what I mean? And the girl's like, ew, you're old. Was he, I don't Sarah's like, like I want to say my song. What's my no, song? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, I just want to say, I actually went on the date last talk about last week with this guy, and the place, the bar we were at, they had karaoke. I didn't want to get up and do it. I was too shy. He got up there and sang Big Papa by, and he was so passionate about it. And has, I was like, oh my god, I'm in love. Like, because he's willing to take a risk. It was so yes. fun, and he and he wanted to make me laugh, and it was very entertaining and stuff like that. And so you I have even three feel, people here telling you that karaoke is interesting, yet you are still telling yourself I, that it's not interesting. To I feel people. like he's listening up, just talking about that. Yes, because yeah. you're interested in it. Yeah, like, did I solve? I, I solved the problem. I did it. Boom. You did. Yeah. Boom. Karaoke right there. But <laughs> but what I, I this is the thing where I kind of wish that I was like a psychoanalysis expert or something. I wish I knew where this was coming from. Like, where is it? coming coming from you that did your mom tell you like don't talk about this nobody wants to talk about, like where where's it from did your wife say it to you probably yeah what did my she ex, say my ex-wife yeah. what did she tell you shut up you're boring in yeah things things along those lines what did she say um that's weird you know don't be weird. Yeah, that's why she's your ex-wife, because she doesn't see you the same way that you see yourself. Doesn't mean that it's bad. It means that it's just not her. You weren't a good match for each other. She couldn't respect who you were, even if she was different. Mm-hmm. Okay, what else would she say to you? Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm sorry. Okay, no, my husband. Okay. My husband thinks I am the weirdest person in the entire world, but that's what he likes about me. He likes that I think differently. It scares him a lot of the time, the way that my brain works, but it excites him too. So he's not the same as me, but he totally respects and values, even though it makes him uncomfortable and slightly angry sometimes, <laughs> he, he likes it. I don't, I don't get put down for thinking weirdly or differently or positively or whatever it is. I mean, you know, we have arguments sometimes, so I'm sure there's certain times where he's not saying the most favorable things about the way that I think. But overall, he reminds me that he likes how my brain works and, and vice versa for him. So I'm not saying that this is like a horrible thing that your wife did, but mm-hmm. I'm just telling you that that person who wasn't right for you because she's not your wife anymore is the person you're listening to, somebody who you're putting a lot of value mm-hmm. into. It it was a, you know, it was, I like to joke, it was three presidents. I mean, it, it, right. it, it, takes, it was a long time. It, it was a long time. So yeah. it's a long time for reprogramming. Yeah. Okay, so you need more examples. And, and in order to get those examples, you, you have to go back to who you were before and start sharing these things. So I wish we could give you an exercise. Maybe collect, collectively we can come up with an exercise based on what we've heard. So something from improv. Maybe like if there was a way that um, if you're on a date and karaoke comes to mind or something like stupid that you – as soon as you say to yourself, don't say that, if you just spit it out of your mouth, like is there something – that would help you to 
to combat this voice that's telling you to shut up whatever you're saying is weird or stupid or nobody's going to like you again nothing comes to mind and i don't i'm be honest i'm not even sure what there's nothing like there's no voice in my head saying don't say that it's just i'm always pausing and causing things to come out like they are right now when i'm nervous or when things are you know not normal for me okay okay so in those pauses is there something that you can say to yourself that motivates you i'm not sure you're not sure okay well sarah and jason what are you guys hearing is there something oh i was just back to the acting thing yeah (laughs) i was thinking maybe um substitution you know like don't think of it as this first day think of it as someone you've known for a while or you know maybe in a way imagine them as someone else that you're more comfortable with and just take it from there so you could feel a little more you know does that make sense i don't know Mm, if that not really so basically like instead of uh just being so uh self-conscious about yourself because you're afraid of her judging you just think of it as you know an old friend you know and you're just catching up or whatever yeah so i mean if you could think of a different way but i i think i'm guessing you you do this with with other people as well that you're comfortable with i i i think so yeah so it's not just people that like you're having a first interaction with or you're putting a lot of pressure on your interaction i'm guessing like at work you do this it's yeah because i want to because i want to do the things i want to do things right i guess and that's definitely part of it yeah okay oh my god i have an exercise for this but i cannot remember what it was it's something that i actually went through because that was a huge thing for me too i want to do it right so i'm not going to do it if i can't do it right and I, I wouldn't self-edit, but I used to think very similarly to that. I'm trying to think of the exercise that I was given at that time. Well, I, I, there is this one thing that really helped me. It's called um, identifying your gremlin. Have I ever talked to you about that? Not that I remember. No. Okay, so maybe this will help because it's really all about noticing. Like the first step is noticing, and I talk about this all the time. So um, I was given this assignment to notice my gremlin, and your gremlin is like it, it's this voice, whatever, or maybe it's not a voice for you, but it's something else. It's like this buzzing thing that is in your subconscious that's really there to protect you, like your parents. It's just saying, like, don't go approach this person. You might get your heart broken. Like it's, it's the person, it's that thing that's saying, don't do this because something bad may happen so it's not like a negative gremlin um but it's it's this reoccurring thing that's being said to you that you're you're starting to believe because this uh superior being that you're picturing is telling you it's wrong you're not good enough you're not going to say it right whatever it is so the exercise is to try to visualize what your gremlin looks like when it's saying these things to you so first you have to figure out what it's saying to you and you just said you're not going to do it right or that's not right if you say it that way. So that's that's mm-hmm. the phrase that's being repeated to you over and over again, whether it, you can hear it, you can whatever it is, you're telling yourself. Um, so that's the phrase. So the assignment is before you go to bed, you tell yourself, I'm going to see my gremlin tomorrow. And I know this sounds like really hokey and wacky and weird. I did this and I was like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to see a gremlin in my house. And I said, I'm going to go, I'm going to see my gremlin tomorrow. It's going to say to me, oh, you're not good enough. That's what my gremlin says to me. And so I was brushing my teeth the next morning and I, I swear, I looked on my counter because I still had it in my head that I'm going to see my gremlin. I kept saying it to myself and I saw my gremlin and it looked like, you know, on the, at the show Friends, um, Estelle, the agent who, like, smoked cigarettes, and it was, like, this little, like, weird gremlin being like, eh, you're not good enough. It was, like, this stupid little munchkin thing that I, that I could see for a split second made me laugh. And then I'm like, this is the thing? This is the thing that's, 
that that is telling me and stopping me from doing anything. What the hell does this thing know? She's smoking cigarettes, so she obviously doesn't know about health. So why would she tell me that I'm not good enough or whatever? Anyway, once you once you attach a visual, then you can start noticing when you're doing it, attaching the visual to that statement that you're telling yourself, and you can start smiling about it you can tap that little gremlin on the head and say like shut up for a second like i I don't need to do it right or i am doing it right because i'm just being me whatever it is those are the baby steps to start eliminating it and i'm sure that if you were to go to a therapist i'm sure there's many other ways that they can help you do that that is is not my expertise but that is something that really helps me and it's something that's a part of um a couple of my programs how to become a man woman want and the insider and thousands of people have used those programs and have gone through noticing their gremlin and identifying their gremlin, and that's been very helpful for them. So it could be something that could be very helpful okay. for you as well, but you got to do it, and you have to make an effort to do it and not feel like that's not the right thing or that's embarrassing or whatever it is. And it may take four days or five days or three weeks, whatever it is. You just have to dedicate yourself to identifying that thing that is stopping you from being comfortable and just being like an open, loose person because you're not going to make connections on dates if you're not allowing yourself to actually connect. You're, you're allowing the edited, like bland, filtered version of yourself to connect, right? This version that doesn't really say anything, is afraid to speak your opinion there's, there's, it's like blandness at the end. Once you edit all that good stuff out, there's mm-hmm. no personality that's part of it. Yeah. So she gets like a shell, and that's not really fair to her either. No. I mean, she's invested her time on Bumble. She should get a good date at the very end of it. So is that something that resonates with you that you think you can do? It definitely resonates. Um, I'm going to try and do it. Okay. Um, I think I can, but it's, you know, it's harder than it. You know, harder than it sounds. Is it? How do you know? It, just in going through this process with you in the last, you know. But uh, is it harder than it sounds? No. It's not. You don't know. Yeah. Because you haven't really tried it yet. Right? Yeah. Okay. So it's not harder than it sounds. It sounds pretty damn easy. You're just making it harder by saying it's not right or fighting against it or coming up with all these false beliefs that get in the way of success. So tell your ex-wife to go fuck herself. You're not weird. You're awesome. And start showing that to other people. So talk about karaoke. Talk about Dr. Pepper. Talk about... those things too. See? Exactly. (laughs) That's his diet Dr. Pepper. That's his weird drink order. Very interesting. Like, like, don't... How's that weird though? Because it's like, it's... It's unique. I think it's cool. But I'm just saying these are good things. Like, don't – those aren't weird things. Those are interesting things. And somebody else may find them interesting as well. Like, if you were to come out on a first date and say, like, I really like, like, like sniffing the inside between a girl's toes, like, after she's come (laughs) back from the gym, like, that's weird. But some girl girl could be like, damn, and, like, take her shoe off and stick her toes in your face. You have no idea. But I'm just saying, like, like, there's weird things out there. And Mm -hmm. karaoke and Diet Dr. Pepper are not those things. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. Can, um, oh, go on. Oh, I just want to say the weird thing that I do on dates and guys always look at me crazy is I like to coupon. 
You like to coupon? Yeah. And they're like, I just did a whole video on Groupon. That's amazing. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to watch. Uh, yeah. No, I love couponing, and I love my cat. So I always say I'm a modern-day cat lady couponer, and they think I'm weird as hell. But I'm like, <laughs> well, when we go on a date, you're going to ask me if I have coupons. So yeah, exactly. Like, Stop finding it so weird. Yeah. I like, like it. it. It's helping you, really. <laughs> so Exactly. Yeah. I think that, that it's a good thing. But that, but that's the thing. You're not afraid to share. I don't give a damn. That about you. Because if a guy's like, uh, cheapo, like, I don't even know the negatives yeah. that could be associated. I mean, I can totally get the cat negative, but like the, <laughs> the coupon negative, I don't understand. I think that's a, a positive. A girl who is like is frugal, responsible, I think that's always a Well, it's like a hobby for me, you know? Yeah. And I said, isn't it better than me going doing drugs? You yeah, know? exactly. And <laughs> apparently for a lot of other people, these websites are huge for couponing. So you're not alone. Yep. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with Justin and we're going to answer a question from other people who need to be overanalyzed. All right, we'll be back <laughs> after this. Playboy Radio's Music Spotlight. Hey, this is Brian Head Welch from the band Corn, and you're listening to Playboy Radio. So back to Corn, you guys must have just went all out crazy. What was the craziest thing that happened to you guys on tour? Oh, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. It was like we would just... We would just party and party and party. I mean, there was all kinds of nights that we were just up all night. There would be one of our friends was a dentist. He'd bring us uh, no way. nitrous, just suck on nitrous all night long. Wow. Uh, there was, I remember we were partying one night and and uh, this this guy was there and he was like, oh, I got this. I got the best coat. It's like the cleanest coke ever and and ecstasy mm -hmm. and you won't you won't you can't find this stuff and i was like oh where'd you get it and he goes well i'm a surgeon and and so i have and whatever he said yeah and he and so he lined out his stuff for me and i started snorting it and and i took ecstasy and he goes and he goes what time is it and i was like 3 30 he goes oh i gotta be at the er and no at nine and that's i was insane. like that's what i said that's crazy and i was a rock star and, yeah. I, and I was like Dude, that's irresponsible, you know? <laughs> Good for you because that is. It's crazy. I feel sorry for the patient. That's what I said. I was what like, man, I hope to hell I don't have to go into your you're, ER. You're like, can I have your card? Yeah, I'm going to remember never to go to this yeah. guy. <laughs> it was scary, you know? And so that that's how dark it got. It was like yeah. we had doctors that were just right. And it's like. Catch Music Spotlight with Trisha Cruz right here on Playboy Radio. Want advice and step-by-step -step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make With Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. Thanks for listening to Playboy Radio. You want to hear more? Catch us on TuneIn.com slash Playboy. We promise you won't be disappointed. Thanks for listening to PlayboyRadio.com. Now, back to the show. Yes, YouTubers, feel free to like Facebook, whatever you want to do to promote my show. Please do it. Oh, <laughs> we're on. I'm sorry. I thought we were celebrating. No. Oh, okay. I'll tell you later. When my headphones are on, that means it's uh, on. Okay. Got it. I oh. was just saying. Secrets. I was just saying the fact that Bumble has the, the women picks the guy. Like, you picked me, girl. Yeah. Like, you should be nervous around me. You're the one who wanted this. Yeah, absolutely. For whatever. You Actually, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, 
that's a little different than my experience with online dating where it was pretty much like 80% me reaching out. Maybe it was a couple of times that women did and if they did it usually ended up being weird. I was like, what's wrong with you that you wanted to meet me and approach me first? Uh, but I think that's – Bumble, I'd be like super confident. I was like – yeah. You chose this. Yeah, you chose this. Now you're getting it. Yeah. You, we, picked, you saw this on Amazon Prime and you were like, I want that free two-day delivery. Yeah, exactly. And now I want to return it. Yep. Um, we were talking about uh, improv classes off yes. air during the break and I think that would be fantastic for you. And Jason was explaining that. And I'll, I'll say the same thing too. Improv unlocked me I, I because it lets you like – it's trial and error in a safe space where – Where everybody's weird. Everybody's weird. <laughs> everybody's weird. You're everyone's awkward. You're spit stuff out of your mouth. Yeah. It like helps you create endless conversation. It's where you can develop your wit. It's, it just is this safe space to fuck up and come up with interesting conversation and just like I think for you, I think you need that evidence and that experience that what you're saying isn't wrong to – Build up your confidence so that you can move forward being more comfortable with who you are. I think that would be a really great resource for you. And I know that you said you have a new job and you're absorbing all this new information you're wiped after. This will help you not be wiped because it actually energizes you going to a class like this. And it can help you with your interactions at work. It can make things like friendships blossom a lot faster because you can have better conversation. You're not being so filtered. You're sharing cool things that you're doing. You can try it out in the office space. So well, companies hire improv. I mean, I've been hired to go to companies oh, really? and do improv like team building exercises Why and stuff. you encourage like, your company to do so, that? So <laughs> like that's, you know, it it's, goes hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. It makes for for better connections with people and a better work environment. So um, I highly encourage you to do that. Okay. I will. Okay, good. All I'll right. enjoy it too. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so here is a, uh, a question from Taiwana. Hi, I'm enjoying your book so far, and I love the focus of me. I need to be reminded of who I am and what I have to offer, but here's my question. I've been dating my boyfriend for 13 months. It has been great until a couple of months ago. I noticed these changes and tried to talk about them. He finally told me he just felt smothered and needed space, so I gave him that. Well, two weeks later, I find out he had a girl spend the night, New Year's Day night, and spent the next day with her. I was really um, upset with him because he didn't say he wanted to break up and date. He just wanted space. Now, the next day when I called him out, he claims he loves me, doesn't want to lose me, and wants me back. He says they didn't have sex, but she slept in his, in our bed and they just talked. Do you believe that? How do I forgive and forget and move on from here? Should I take him back? How can he um, decide so fast to leave and so fast to come back to me? Please help, Taiwana. What do you think? I mean, the fact that she's asking the question, she knows the answer, right? This is, I mean, it's, it's really rhetorical. You know what, what, the, what the reality is. You're just kind of asking, I think, for uh, kind of reinforcement. Um, this is my experience in this exact situation, being a guy, being very, very selfish. And I've done this to women because it's just like I wanted something new or I did felt smothered. And, or some other girl was like, oh, my God, I can't – this girl's just hot and she's talking to me. Like how serious is this relationship? Is it worth risking? Sure it is. Um, and then when I got what I wanted, the girl slept over. We did it. The, the mystery is gone of that. Now I want this girl that is kind of like I like hanging around with is kind of like the safe bet. You know what I mean? So it's kind of want, you want the best of both worlds and it's a guy's instinct to um, protect themselves. 
lie, whatever it takes to survive and, and get what you want is what the guy's doing. No guy goes on a break from a girl and then has another girl sleep over in a bed so they can talk. That doesn't make – say it out loud. It doesn't make any sense because it's science fiction. Right. Um, <laughs> and But the thing is he probably – the excuse he probably made is like, well, we're on a – the girl's probably like, yo, what's up with your girl? I don't know why they talk like this. Um, but <laughs> – and then he was like, oh, no, no, we're, we're either – we broke up. But his mind is like, well, technically uh, my conscience is clear because we were on a break. So I did it. I got what I wanted out of my system. It's like going to a job and being like – you know what? I quit. I can find another job out there. You go for another job for a day and you're like, oh, this yeah, kind of stuck. Hey, what, that, no, no, I didn't quit. Come on. It's like that Seinfeld episode yeah, where George right. is, goes, he's like, oh, I didn't really quit. Like you thought that was, that was real. When you, you know, when you got what you wanted, you want to just come back. And um, that's the situation here. Okay. Well, let's, I want to hear what Justin has to say. Uh, well, uh, obviously she does know the answer. And that- what is the answer then? Well, that he's that he's you know a cheating dog and he's never going to change his ways. Is you that know, what the answer is? To me, that's that's a pretty you know pretty obvious thing that you know first opportunity and he's got a you know girl hanging out with him in his bed or in their bed. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what should she do? Definitely Break up with him. Definitely not go back. Okay. You know, but it's thirteen whole yeah. months of a that's, relationship. I mean, it's really long, serious. It's the. 13 months. We do 13 months, you know what I mean, like sand on my head. You know what right. I mean? I've had things on the side for longer than 13 months back in the day when I was a bad person. Right. You know what I mean? Like 13 months is nothing. Okay. Um, so trust me, it's not – is there any kids? Like if you have kids, maybe that's a problem or you're married. But dating – It sounds like a pretty young relationship. There's and I was I was editing. A lot of it wasn't yeah. like proper English either. So there's right. like there's like youth attached to this question. Don't sweat it, girl. What do you think, Sarah? I don't know. I mean, I've I've been in situations where I kept trying to justify it because I felt like there's nobody else. This is a person for me. No one's better. And then it's for really. I, I understand where she's coming from. She's going to be in denial about it. I've been. I, I did. Oh, she, he was with somebody else. I, she did, I wants did, to be with me now. It's right. Yeah, and you don't want to admit that it's gonna it, it can happen again but i mean you kind of have to find out where where are the holes in the situation like mm-hmm. where are they lacking where are they not connecting anymore yeah that's and what i think it's yeah it's, it's all communication yeah. but yeah. I, i've been in situations where a guy's like i don't want to put a label on it but we're gonna be just you and i nobody else which doesn't really make any sense but that was just his way of justifying him dating other women and then i come back and say well we weren't technically together we are we are together like the the label or not like our situation our agreement shows that we're together so i mean if she went and did the same thing to him you know he 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 wouldn't tolerate it i'm sure right so what do you think is our bed is they are they living together i think it sounds Uh, like i mean if it's our bed oh that's that's really bad yeah it's bad yeah well there's i I, I agree with you it's been 13 whole months yeah i know we keep forgetting that i know so it's an intense relationship but it but it is on the flip side it is 13 months and they are sharing a bed so that is kind of an intense relationship because then she's like homeless afterwards if they break up so here's i i agree with everything that you guys are saying um he he doesn't really sound like a wonderful respectful guy uh if he can have another woman in his bed but there's always circumstance and there's always more to the story and there's there's communication that wasn't had before any of this smothering conversation was happening um and what I say to Taiwan, if 
this is somebody that you do want to invest in and everything else is wonderful and perfect, but you're having like a rough patch right now, I would say that you have to let this guy know that you were extremely hurt by what he did. Um, and then you have to talk about what a relationship would look like with you moving forward and that they're, you know, you, you need to know if you're being smothering and he needs to communicate that to you. And you need both of you need to communicate about what you need from the other person. If that conversation can't be had and he can't really earn back your trust, which I think he needs to do for a bit. I think you need to take a little bit of a break before jumping back into your bed together. Um, I think that that shows you a lot if he's not able to like slow things down and just sort of take time to communicate and be respectful and mature. That's what I think. I get like three stares at me. <laughs> no, I totally agree. He has to um, also be willing to deal with the consequences of his actions. Because yeah. a lot of guys are like, well, I told you, you know, so I did my part. I admitted to it. I'm a man. I admitted to it. But that, that's not it. You also have to answer the girl's questions. You have to deal with the hurt. You have to help her heal again. Yeah. I, so. like, I, I, would, I don't think that that situation means a necessary breakup i don't i don't think it has i to i, I agree i mean after 13 months i mean i don't know if you guys think that's a i'm a little bit of a commitment phobe so that's a little long for me so um i wouldn't be one and done but i would definitely especially if you didn't sleep i don't know I, I need more information think, about yeah. this about like how you guys are as partners but i i would say that this doesn't have to be done but there's work to be done between the two of you right. if you want to continue right. it, it can't your relationship yeah because if he can't just act out and say you're smothering me and then go like sleep in a bed with somebody every single time that he's like right. not happy in the relationship there needs to be more communication between the two of you exactly those are my thoughts okay this is a question from Tyreek. When I was living in Chicago in 2009, I worked for a marketing and sales company for about two weeks. I was very energetic and confident and was making a lot of friends. In two weeks, I ended up developing a crush on a manager who was about my age. On my last day of employment, I talked to her over the phone and said I wanted to get to know her more and see who she is and what she's all about. She said that she would talk to me the next day. Next day, we talked over the phone and she told me that if it's like a date, then she does not do office dates. I live and work in Phoenix now and for the past couple of weeks I started thinking about her. I searched for her name on Facebook and saw her profile. Um, she still lives in Chicago. I'm not sure if she's still married. Oh, she was married before. Married or not. I'm in Chicago this weekend visiting family but still constantly thinking about her. Do you think I should reach out to her? Thanks, Tyreek. Tyreek. Definitely not. Okay. I agree. I'm like, what's the point? But it, there is no point. But yeah. that's the thing. Here's the thing. There absolutely is no point on paper, but also kind of like, why not? I right. don't know. I mean, it, it takes very little effort for you to like, if you looked up on Facebook and you hit up on Facebook or whatever, like, it's really, it's a very safe place to be. Um, also, it's like you moved already and she wasn't interested. I mean, like, th like there's other opportunities you should be kind of seeking out first. Yeah. Focus um, on Phoenix. Yeah. And it, 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 honestly, if a girl was like, I'm not interested. Like, this is what she's saying. I wouldn't, that doesn't make me want her more. You know what I mean? That isn't, right. like, ooh, a challenge. You're not going to leave your husband for me? Mm, I'm going to, this is worth it. Um, right. You know, th there has been times where I've gone on, on, on uh, online dates and the girl was just not feeling me. I wasn't probably feeling it either. And I was like, okay, it didn't work out. And eventually they would hit me up later on like Facebook. Hey, how's it going? I think probably went on a bunch of dates, realized like, that guy wasn't so bad. I'm not. Yeah, you're the best of the great. bunch. Well, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't say that much about me, but I was like, oh, okay. And then I end up going out anyway. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
I got I one on the first meal. date. Oh, I ran out of that first date, so we got that first date out of the way. And, right. You know what maybe I mean? I'll, maybe we'll perform better the second sure, time. Sure, sure. So, uh, uh, but it's just like, you, you want to go for it? Sure, but how much can you possibly even do like being that far away? I just think it's a waste of time. Either, it's what? an absolute waste of time, but I, I, I do waste of time thing, waste right. of time all day, yes. every day. Yes, and I, this, if, you're, if you're constantly, oh, thank you. Well, if you're constantly going to be questioning, you're like, oh, should I reach out to her? Then yeah, just do it and don't expect anything back because most likely she's not going to write you back until after you've been in Chicago and she's going to write, oh, you were here. Sorry, I missed you. Hope you had a good time. Like that's that's most likely the response that you're going to get. And if you do get a response saying, oh, great to hear you're in town, most likely she's going to say that. Is in 2009? Available. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Oh, it's even worse. Yeah. 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 Yes, I, I, I would say I would say hit that. her up on LinkedIn. What? I don't know. I don't know. It's either. a wild card. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, it shows you're professional. You yes. have a LinkedIn yes. account? Oh, yeah. This guy's got I mean money. business, baby. That's what I'm thinking. Exactly. Okay. Hey, so I'm dealing with a problem of a different sort lately. When a woman throws herself at you sexually and it happens to be a woman you want to maintain a good relationship, coworker is a good example, how do you reject her when she, she lays her desire bare at your feet? Specifically, is there a way to do this without damaging her self-esteem or making her feel like you find her attractive? I know many men with the same fear because lately the number of women who lash out over this seems to be increasing. I've bought every one of Marnie's products, and that's why I'm having this problem. I just added this in right. That's not really true. Okay, either a new video or an email response are welcome, um, or answering on your podcast. Thank you. P.S., your videos are great for when my younger brother has questions on how to act, when I really am not sure what I'm doing right enough to give advice. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, so he's basically saying, like, what does he do with all this pussy that's being thrown at him? Translation, <laughs> it, the, girl, it. Like, the girl, <laughs> the woman at well, work, got it. <laughs> the woman at work, he didn't find her attractive. It wasn't he was worried about the friend. Oh, I'm so worried about this. Again, like, wasn't, like, she was like, oh, I don't think you're hot. But how do I let her down? Because we're, uh, oh, you know, if we weren't office mates or whatever, I would do this. If she was hot and he was into it, he would make it, he would, it would happen. Right, but he's not into it, so how does he do it without yeah. crushing her? What is the polite... He, I thought he was making it kind of seem like, oh, he, some girl threw his, her desires at his feet, <laughs> which is like, Sorry. anyone who talks like, like that, that like, his, can't be, this dude can't be cool. Right. Um, uh, but, uh... Or it's in his head, right? A lot, yeah. I think it's a lot of it's what people are just like watching TV and then just like. Like that to happened emails. to me. Yeah, it's like hmm. This no, that happened to Ben Affleck. Group. Yes. Relax. Uh, <laughs> I, I I just think that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm. Well, what do you think, Sarah? Because you're the girl. Yeah. So if you really liked a guy, what would and you're you're throwing your desire at his feet, what would be the best way for him to let you down? Uh, well, if it was reverse, what I usually do is act dumb. So by that, I mean just, oh, you're so funny. Oh, ha, ha. You know, because you don't want to, like, make any tension or burn any bridges. But you basically just act very coy about it. Like, you're just not getting the message. Okay. You know, and hopefully, well, when I've done that, hopefully, usually they kind of just figure it out and stop trying. I don't know about. Like, I'm picturing a woman, desires. like, seducing him and, like, locking his office door and, like, taking off her shirt. Like, that's what I well, picture I, I desire guess he, at your feet. I guess he doesn't have any choice. I think he's just going to have to. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> he's got a fucker. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's got to do. Yeah. Man Take up. for his team. <laughs> man up and do it. Um, no, but like, what is the respectful way to say, like, like I think you're an amazing woman. I have five guys that I want to hook you up with. I'm I'm just not feeling that vibe with you. I would want to, that would be the worst thing to hear. Oh, yeah. God, be, <laughs> I'm joking. Like, what is, the, what is the better 
if she straight up like said, hey, I want to hook up with you, I want to date you, whatever, then he can say, no, I'm not interested or whatever. And, you know, he'd be polite about it. But if she just acted a certain way and then he says, hey, by the way, I'm not interested, she can easily be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I wasn't interested either. I have a husband and two kids. Exactly. Exactly. But it was laid. It was bared at his feet. Yes, it was. The desire was I've never... like, just like all over his toes. <laughs> Everywhere. It was horrible. Well, I, I would say that if she's coming on to you that strong, be a man of integrity and just be honest with her and just say, like, I, I think you're wonderful. I just, I, I'm not, I don't see you that way, but I, I love the friendship that we have. And the truth is, is that her emotions on the other end are her responsibility. You're not being a dick. You're being honest and you're being careful not to hurt her feelings, but you're being clear with how you feel. And if she becomes an emotional wreck afterwards, that's on her. Yeah. And I think even, I mean, I don't really endorse lying, but maybe even just saying, hey, I, I'm still interested. I don't know how close of friends or whatever they are, but, you know, I, I am seeing somebody I am interested in someone else, just to like ease it up a little bit. I mean, I do that all the time when someone asks me for my number and I don't want to give it to them. I'm sorry. I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Well, you know, yes, yes so. for sure. What do you think, Justin? Well, I'm just upset that Sarah, you know, lied to me, you know, 10 minutes ago. Exactly. She's endorsing lying. <laughs> But what white line? Uh, well, definitely that's going to be the if there's a personal relationship at work that they have to, that he has to maintain, then you know saying well yeah but I've been I've been seeing you know this person or talk about a past experience where you know well I I dated Sarah from accounting and you know now she hates me and every time I walk down to accounting there's darts thrown at me right or some you know some sort of thing to you know be like hey we really we can't do this yeah I'm not into it but if she's like who cares it's different between us like, she's like I'll quit then yeah, I'll quit be with you yeah oh, I'm just I'll... an assistant. I usually just use the phrase, I don't shit where I eat. Yeah. Okay. I shit where I eat. I just eat and shit all in the same spot. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. Like, I don't care I where my don't shit care. is. I will take it all. Okay. I think we gave a, a good answer to this person. So hopefully you're not consumed with desire at your feet anymore. Um, hi, I've been watching your videos for a while, but I'm having problems. I live in Singapore, and Singaporean Chinese girls are very cliquish. Um, like they stay in their clique, which is usually an all-girl group and do not really talk to guys. They have been in a single sex school for four years, but when they go to college, it's co-ed. However, after college orientation, the four girls I'm aiming for have not made any new guy friends and they just stick in their clique together. Maybe they're lesbians. When I talk to them in real life, they are cute. Or they are quite awkward, but when I text them, sometimes they are flirty with the emoticons going back and forth. So I, so do I count them as flirtatious or not? And also, we are in the best college in Singapore, so they are quite hardworking and studious. Please help me. Thank you. I am not sure how to get close with one particular girl I like within the clique. We all do fencing, and I do help them out during training. But besides teaching them techniques, they don't really talk to me personally, so I don't know how to get to know them better. Could you kindly help me? I would appreciate it if you could reply to this um, personally or answer on your podcast, or we can talk on Skype, or you can answer on Facebook. But if you're unable to do so and you're going to make a video, which uh, will have my answer uh, to my questions, let me know. Dervish. Well, I think it's important to understand that these girls are a product of their environment. So okay. I say that because um, I am Muslim and uh, although I didn't grow up in Egypt, you know, they don't really mix as much, especially when they're growing up. Um, so I think these girls are curious and that's why there's a texting going on. 
but they don't really know anything else. To, but so, how, so in person, like, how does he actually break through it, that barrier? It's going to take time. It's going to take time. It's going to take consistency. Um, and I think you're just going to have to be very, uh, like, you're going to have to ease your way in. So I would continue to talk and just don't be too aggressive. Um, but just be willing to put in the time in it because this is something these girls or that girl is not used to as well. Okay. And so you, she, ha- you have to gain her trust. Okay. Because you don't know what she's been taught about men. How long do you wait for? I, I don't know. It depends on how often you're talking, I guess. Maybe. I mean, if you're fencing with her every single week, like you're getting to interact with these girls on a, on a regular basis. Well, I mean, I'm not saying like put all your eggs in one basket and just yeah. talk to her. Right. But don't let Spread her know. Love. Yeah, don't let her know around. that you're talking to like other people either because she's she's not going to understand. Okay. You know? No, I like that response. What do you guys think? Uh, definitely, probably a technique of just being himself. And like I was talking about before, or did I talk to you about being the flame? No. So Maybe. just well, the the moss they're all flittering around, and you want to be the flame that the moss are drawn to, and so be that interesting like you were talking about be interesting be them be himself and don't don't chase after them because they're then they're going to just they're going to want to run especially in uh you know that type of environment what a weird thing to say i'm just kidding i was no i was calling back to him before no i thought that was i think that's a really good i think that's a really good comment i think that's a very good suggestion like really own who you are showcase who you are talk about what you want to in front of them and show exactly what we we're talking about before lead by example like same thing with you, Justin, on your dates. Like exactly, that's that's definitely- you got you got to shake it up. You have to be the one sharing. You have to be the one being loose, touching, asking mm-hmm. questions. Like if that if that's not happening naturally on the date, like you got to lead by example. And that person, as Sarah said, they may not have been brought up to be comfortable with that, but it, right. it can slowly become comfortable when they see, oh, okay, this is a new space, but I'm kind of liking it. Makes me feel uncomfortable, but he seems to be okay with it i'm gonna get more comfortable around his type of energy so i think that was actually a really good comment i was just making fun of you Mm -hmm. okay next question dear ask women podcast i enjoy um listening to your podcast i have two very interesting questions uh how is it possible to start to have an open and honest relationship with more than one woman with the purpose of eventually having two or more girlfriends how is it possible to start to have an open and honest relationship with more than one woman with the purpose of eventually having two or more girlfriends? So basically, how 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 can he be okay and how can girls be okay with being in an open relationship? Well, not all girls are going to go for that, first of all. Right. That's first and foremost. So Even there's, there's, there'll be ones that say, no, I'm cool. Like, I'm a cool – no, no, yeah, that's totally cool because I, I, I want to um, – you know, I mean, I don't want to seem uh, – Yeah, I want to seem like cool and chill and, you know, it's like whatever. Yeah, I'm totally down for that until you realize that that's not, you know what I mean? That's not super realistic. Um, And I think really what you you do is you just do it. You go out with one girl and you just do as much as you can. Then you try to go out with another girl and then just see what happens. Like if there was a guarantee, it's kind of like how can I have like two cars but only pay for one? I don't know. Like it's like of course you want that. That's not a weird thing to want. Yeah. Like, how do I have two of something but only put, like, one of the work in, really? Um, but he's not saying that. Yeah. 
He's not saying he's going to like ignore one girl and only put effort into one. So we had this asshole on our show <laughs> a while back who was talking about like I think he has like nine girlfriends living in his house or something. Um, I, I did not have a problem with that at all. Open relationships, totally fine if you're open to that. I, I just like who he was as a person, but um, what he did in that communication was he was very open about his beliefs and his lifestyle. Like, yeah, I love women. I'm, I am a very giving person to, to women. I, I enjoy women. I like being very open, but whoever I'm with, whether it be one or two or five or six girls, like when I'm with one person, I'm all about that person. I give to them completely. So, so if, if that is your mentality, um, I even think somebody who may not have been open to an open relationship could be open to that as long as you live up to those standards right. of what you're talking about. Because for me, I kind of find it interesting. I don't know if I could handle it. But if I found that I was with somebody who was totally present with me and I never felt neglected and I got a lot of attention, maybe I'd be into it. I don't know. Thanks, guys, for being on the show. Justin, thank you for coming back. You're going to email me from now on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to go take an improv class. I think that would be really good for you. Sarah and Jason, thank you for coming back on the show. You guys were awesome. You can find them on YouTube. Uh, thank you to everybody who writes in questions for this show. If you want to write in a question, write into Ask at Ask Women Podcast. And new episodes of the Ask Women Podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. You can go to uh, you can go download episodes or you can subscribe and save time from actually manually downloading every single uh, individual episode. And you guys are awesome and we will see you guys next week.